स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट आई एम प्रसिद्ध बैनर्जी एंड आई राइट अबाउट टेक एट मिंट एंड दिसकास्ट वेर वी टैकल सम हॉट टॉपिक्स इन टेक्नोलॉजी एंड ऑल्सो बस्ट सम मिथ्स Today's episode will be hosted by Karan Machado. Karan is a radio host with 94.3 Radio 1 and is a fellow podcaster of the Tech for Change podcast. Over to you, K. Thanks, Prasid. Um, I before I begin, I want to say that this is a special episode which is brought to you by GE Healthcare Global Services. Now, before we get into anything else, a digital transformation of the healthcare industry is actually really picking up speed like never before. and as possibilities increase our hopes of what's possible in healthcare now uh, systems in the majority of the healthcare sector but well, they continue to spiral out of control be it uh, the digital infrastructure data analytics or the decision support used in the diagnosis and treatment of diseases now with a rapidly changing industry environment and the evolving patient populations uh, if we are to solve the toughest healthcare challenges the need to think differently to deliver the right technologies is actually the need of the hour so to address all of that today we've got a very uh, special person um from the health tech sector mr yan makela is with us who's president and ceo of imaging at ge healthcare uh, on a mission to digitize healthcare and uh, drive productivity that improves outcomes of patients providers and health systems and researchers around the world Hello Ms Michaela what a privilege to have you here and uh, welcome to Mint Tech Cetera how are you Great to be here thanks a lot Kay uh, I want to kind of quickly just jump into today's topic because it's one that I think that we're all looking forward to so diving straight in we have seen a acceleration in the digital transformation of you know the healthcare sector over the past few years what would you really attribute to this growth if i may ask you and what are some of the emerging upcoming tech trends that you foresee for the healthcare sector moving forward Yeah it's a, it's a topic on everyone's mind I think um the acceleration that we got from covid has really been enormous many of the topics were there before covid but I think the speed of change that covid has brought has just taken everyone's breath away so obviously covid we've been um living through for the for the last 2 years we went through the heavy lockdown phase During that phase many impacts on 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 patients on healthcare providers on technology providers for them obviously a huge focus on respiratory infections and treatment of those um at the same time maybe a bit less focus on uh cardiovascular and and cancer patients and uh, uh chronic conditions but during that period what we all saw was uh, a massive emergence of telehealth okay uh, all around the world this idea of you know consulting with your physician remotely was sort of interesting but didn't really take off it really accelerated during covid we saw many elective procedures being delayed and then we saw a massive catch up of those procedures coming afterwards and then of course what that meant for many healthcare providers was challenges with their staffing and with the workload for their staff right so when you talk to healthcare providers the the burnout of their staff the training needs of new hires minimizing the workload on the burnout and how we support them uh, became a big trend as well so there's there's three big trends right right there and i think for us as healthcare equipment and technology providers this whole thing accelerated ai as well mm. so it's only 3 years ago when in the big uh, 
conferences like RSNA, for example, with many customers. AI and deep learning was something interesting that might sort of come at some point. But times have changed in the last three years, and we, we really see AI having a big impact, both supporting the um, ease of use of devices, right. make training easier, the Im interpretation images to support the diagnostic decision of the clinician, and also just generally helping with image interpretation. So I think it's really accelerated the democratization of health, the accessibility of health, and I think probably improved outcomes and reduced cost as well. So which means that you've been working overtime. <laughs> so we've been very busy. I mean, yeah. in the early days, very busy with sort of AI and technology and solutions. And of course, yeah. I think we'll talk about also as you know, hardware providers, increasingly with uh, supply of systems has become an issue as well. Right. So since you've explained, you know, the global perspective, I mean, at what stage do you think particularly India is at in terms of precision health adoption in comparison to maybe other markets? And uh, if I may extend that question and kind of ask you what uh, particularly GE Healthcare is is doing to accelerate the pace of innovation in India's healthcare, healthcare landscape. Yeah, no, I think I think in, in, in India's healthcare, um, how we can use technology to drive better accessibility, better quality of care, and better affordability of care are always topics. I've been coming to India myself for more than 10 years uh, with GE Healthcare. And these themes of accessibility, quality, and cost are really ones front and center of mind for us uh, here in, in, in India. And we have quite a wide range of healthcare in India, a range of needs, a range of healthcare providers as well. It's probably one of the markets for us with the broadest range in terms of those needs. Right. Um, and of course, in India today, you know, non-communicable diseases are still 60% of all deaths. 40% being communicable. And within non-communicable, the big four, of course, are cardiovascular, chronic respiratory, cancer, and diabetes, making up more than 80% of the 60%. Right. So in, in those diseases, how can we bring better precision health, better precision insight, better personalized medicine to treat patients more effectively? I mean, it's a challenge for us around the world. I think the, the thing for us in India, is we have a, a massive uh, technology center here with the Jack Welch Technology Center, named after our former CEO. Um, this is our biggest R&D center outside of the US. And many of the tools that we need to do this AI revolution, to focus on these big four disease categories to give personalized care, many of the tools we use globally are developed here in our team here. So our team here is really world-class, the leading edge, in terms of helping us to the AI systems, the machine learning system, to do things, I always say in three buckets. The first one is help me to make a better picture. So right. I take the I take the raw data from the sensors in the CT machine, the sensors in the MR machine, I construct it into a picture. There's signal and there's noise, as I'm sure you all understand. And AI can really change the signal to noise ratio, the quality of the picture and the speed. The second thing we use AI for is to help interpret the images. So I have an image, help me identify what's on the image. Help me to label it, help me to find suspicious lesions, help me to tag lesions from before. Second category. Third category is help me with the workflow. So as Jan as a patient goes through a hospital from x-ray to CT to surgery, help me with the planning of that, help me with the workflow. 
those three areas are the big areas we see machine okay. learning having a big impact in these four diseases, really driven by what we have here in Jack Welch. Okay. Right. I, th- I was going to ask you about the role that technology plays in unlocking the promise of precision, but you actually just answered that question, which is fantastic. Since that sounds also promising and wonderful, I mean, do GE Healthcare's India-based factories have the potential, perhaps, to act as, in your opinion, global hubs for uh, medical device manufacturing? Or do they already do that? Yes, I mean, we've been manufacturing in India for, for more than 30 years. We, fought, we formed a very successful joint venture with Wipro more than 25 years ago. And that's been a huge uh, support for us and, and India in terms of progressing uh, manufacturing here. Mm. We've, in fact, recently invested in our fourth facility here in, in India as part of the Indian government's PLI or production linked incentive scheme. And many of our products we sell globally, we've launched both the design and the production here in India. So, for example, the CT scanner is probably, you know, rapidly becoming what the stethoscope was 50 years ago. The CT scanner is a huge multi-purpose tool. X-ray dose is really coming down a lot. And our newest range of CT scanners we call Aspire. Uh, and those Aspire scanners were developed here in India and first made here in India in these plants. So it's something where we're bringing our latest AI, our latest technology uh, into a family of scanners, which again will really be the start of personalized care for many of these, these patients we talked about. Right. We have four plants here now. We make more than 30 products in India, which we sell in more than 70 countries around the world. Right, so fantastic. So that's been happening for a while. How have the latest advances in genomic research, um, maybe innovative technologies and data-led platforms really transformed, um, you know, care pathways such as maybe oncology? So I would say that there's a, there's a huge amount of um, research and funding from many, many organizations, both academic hospitals, companies such as ourselves, pharma companies, so there's a huge topic of interest, which of course is why you're asking. We are very well positioned in many of these disease pathways because we have so much hardware already. And we've been such a, you know, G Healthcare has been providing medical devices for more than 100 years since x-ray machines. So we're very well known by the physicians. We're very known, well known by the pathways. We understand their challenges. I mean, I, I tell, for example, a story about, if you think about, uh, cardiology. If I have chest pain, I go to my GP, stethoscope, there's a noise, does an ECG. Sends me to a cardiologist who does a stress echo and ultrasound machine. Sends me to a CT to, to see how my aortic valve looks. Sends me to a cath lab, they give me a valve replacement using an interventional suite, they use an ultrasound machine to check how it's worked. I go to patient monitoring. Everything I said is equipment made by GE. Right? There are competitors, but we have seven different bits of hardware in that process. If I start to you know, have issues with a uh, bladder, a prostate problem, I go for uh, a, you know, an ultrasound, I go for an MR, I go for a biopsy, and then I need to have uh, maybe radiation therapy. I need to have the therapy contouring plan and the beam pathway plan. Right. Maybe I go for theranostics. I need to be injected with a radio tracer, injected with a radiotherapy. Again, 
All of those things I've said, G has self-sold the hardware. The latest innovations in genomic research, how do we take all of our imaging data? How do we pull in the path lab data? How do we look at the medical record? How do we look at the genomic profile in case of cancer and start to put a picture together using AI, which accelerates the pathway? These products are not you know, commercial yet, but there's a huge amount of research we're doing, many partners we've signed up with. So for example, we announced a few months ago, a partner with a company called Sophia Genetics. Sophia Genetics is a company who will take the NGS, the next generation sequencing output. So they take a tissue, a biopsy of your, of your cancer, it goes in the NGS machine, you get the report. But Sophia then, very advanced ways of looking at all the different mutations and linking those mutations to which genes are expressed and what symptoms and cancers you get. So we take that from that collaboration with our imaging data and the patient data, and you can really start to predict, hopefully, responses to the therapy and outcomes, and really start to tailor the treatment path using all that data. So it's a huge area of interest. It'll, again, really change patient outcomes. It'll change cost of care, we have much more access, and this is a very big focus for us. And speed as well, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. And speed as well. And the other big important thing here is accessing people early in the diagnostic pathway. So often people present with advanced symptoms, but if you can start to see things and you can spot patterns with the AI earlier, you can treat them earlier. Correct. Which impact as well. So it's a it's a huge thing for us as a traditionally a hardware company, very well placed to join these dots together with these great partnerships moving forward. I think it's easier to ask what you guys don't do <laughs> because that would be a smaller list as compared to what you guys actually do. But of course, moving on to um, say, for example, we did talk about pathways such as oncology, but let's get a little adventurous. I mean, there's the idea of um, the metaverse that has captivated the attention of every major tech company at the moment. If I may ask you, do you see GE Healthcare delving into maybe the digital health evolution by combining technologies like AI, maybe VR, virtual reality, Web 3.0, uh, the internet of medical devices, and maybe cloud computing to provide new directions to healthcare? And will we be seeing some of your components actually making a mark in the new health metaverse? So, so let's see. I suspect the answer is probably yes, but I think let's talk about tangibly what's going on. Mm. I mean, we early it was VR, now it's more AR. I think uh, we've worked quite a lot, again, with sort of AR, but also with 3D printing right? Right. Um, around helping physicians sort of plan, planning interventions, planning surgeries, sort of visualizing the procedure and the path before you do it. Um, we've also done lots of work from a training perspective, both, okay. both with physicians, with technologists, and our own field service team. So for example, we're doing some work with our field service team using AI when they go out to see a, a system and they're going through a troubleshooting process. The AR can sort of point to and suggest and highlight things which they can see to make the servicing process quicker. So I would say all of these, these things are in development. I think when you start to think about the AR linked with 5G, linked with the pathway insights, linked with the AI, I think you know we're searching for the, the best applications first, as we speak. I understand. Right. The area of uh, focus, uh, watch this space. 
Hopefully, fingers crossed. That's great to hear. COVID-19 did highlight a lot of uh, supply chain issues that we've had around the world. So as medtech companies uh, prepare actually for the next normal, whatever that is, they have to mandate, I think, to re rebuild almost their supply chains with resilience and uh, that being a, a key priority, in fact. So how is GE Healthcare actually uh, coping with the supply chain challenges? I mean, we're always focused on delivering to our customers. So we've all dealt with supply chain challenges. Um, we started almost a year ago now. Our number one focus, we've diverted significant resources to securing supply, to keep supplying systems. So our, because we know our patients and our customers depend on that. They're replacing old machines, they're adding new hospital capacity. Right. I think it's important that at the same time as we're doing that, you know, our customers are going through this big wave of patients coming back, the elective procedures. But I think in general, many public and private health systems, just post-COVID, the public has more appetite for more healthcare investment. So there's the COVID catch-up, but in general, we see investment in healthcare and in, in imaging growing at a faster rate. So it's a fantastic time in terms of lots of interest, investment, you know, patient outcomes. So for us, it's important to maintain that supply, but at the same time, keep looking at the next innovation, keep thinking about our digital breakthroughs, keep thinking about our next generation of AI-enabled and 5G systems. So it's, it's, it's been a very um, busy time. Many uh, long nights have been worked. I mean, for me, to my, my team and my, my all of G Healthcare colleagues, a big thank you for taking the personal stress of COVID, especially the people who went out to support service machines in the field, train customers to run in the, in the plants because they were you know, working through COVID, but also all of our supply chain. So we've stayed very focused on trying to ship product, give productivity for our customers and still invest for the next generation as well, to not have a lag, you know, because of this. Mm. So, you know, as we come to the end, I, I think that uh, a couple of things for our viewers slash listeners to kind of recap is definitely how what I take away is that India has already been kind of leading the way, especially from a manufacturing perspective, and that you feel is only going to grow and become even more, especially looking at innovative technologies and research that happens here, a uh, big thing moving forward. And of course, the upcoming tech trends that you talked to us about, um, 4C in the healthcare sector. Um, I like how you said also that, that you know, till now it's been more VR over AR, but now that's kind of switching up. Maybe we're moving towards more AR. Um, but, you know, I think it's anybody's guess what Web 3.0 is going to offer. But it's nice to hear that, you know, GE Healthcare is at the forefront of that. I, I want to thank you so much for kind of joining us and for giving us a little bit of a window into your world. And um, before we kind of sign off, is there absolutely anything you'd like to say to everybody listening in, especially on behalf of the entire team at uh, GE Healthcare? Yeah, again, I would just, I mean, thanks for your, your recap. I think you, you covered it. I would say for us, there's this huge, you know, developments in technology. I mean, 5G is coming, which will have a huge impact about Absolutely. how you think about distributed computing and security and access. AI has really come several generations in a very short time. AI is going to help us out. It's always, for us in healthcare, this is going to be drive a lot of personalized care. And for us in G Healthcare, the, the India center, our R&D center here, the technology hub we have is really a, a core competence and differentiator for G Healthcare globally. 
So I think those three things are, you know, hugely exciting for our teams here and will help our business around the world. So uh, it's been a great, uh, great journey, not always stress-free, but we look forward to the future with, uh, with great optimism. Okay. Wonderful. Um, again, thank you for taking out the time. For people who are interested to kind of learn more, um, I think the best way to kind of uh, see what GE Healthcare is all about is to head on over to their website. It's www.gehealthcare.in. Once again, I want to th- uh, thank Mr. Jan uh, Michaela for kind of joining us, taking us through all of this on this little episode of Mintech, etc. Thank you so much and um, wishing you guys only the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. And that's it for this week's episode. Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.